You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. I'm glad you're here today. Today's podcast episode will be a return to the book of Acts. We've been We've been preaching about the book of Acts. We've been reading the book of Acts on the podcast throughout the fall because we at Carterville want to be the kind of church that will take the gospel of Jesus Christ and faithfully follow the Holy Spirit as we spread the message of Jesus around the world. We want to join God on his mission. We want to be effective no matter what comes, however the Lord leads us. Um, even when we don't know exactly what to do next or what the next season will bring, we want to be faithful. So we're studying the book of Acts. We're reading the blueprint of when the Lord charted the course for the church. So thanks for joining me for this. Today I'm going to be in Acts chapter 21. The The book of Acts is moving to a conclusion. Paul has left the elders with the big speech at the at Miletus as he gave the Ephesian elders, you know, the commission for the churches in Ephesus. Then he gets on a boat, and so for you know several verses, you're just reading about sea voyage from one port to the other as Paul is making his way to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a target. That's where Paul's headed. That's where his heart is. That's where he wants to go. But there are some signs that Jerusalem's going to be troublesome. You know, he's told the Ephesian elders he won't see them again. He's worried about going to Jerusalem. Um, I'm going to read an episode from Caesarea where uh, he begins to get warnings that when he gets to Jerusalem, bad things are waiting on him. And so let, let me just read this part of the narrative with you. I'm going to read chapter 21, verse 7 and following. We continued our voyage from Tyre and sailed to Ptolemus, where we greeted the brothers and sisters and stayed with them for a day. Leaving the next day, we reached Caesarea and stayed at the house of Philip the Evangelist, one of the seven. That is, he was one of the seven deacons from Acts chapter 6, after he uh, led the Ethiopian official to salvation and baptism. The Spirit led him away. He preached and preached and wound up in Caesarea where he raised his family. He had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. Hey, good job. Congratulations. Sound. I'm glad to hear that this family you know, has fallen the Lord and that these four daughters of Philip's are prophetesses, that they are committed to the word of God, to speaking it clearly and truly, that the Spirit stir in them. So verse 10, after we'd been there a number of days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Coming over to us, he took Paul's belt, tied his own hands and feet with it, and said, the Holy Spirit says, in this way, the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem will bind the owner of this belt and will hand him over to the Gentiles. So that's a little bit of a troublesome moment. So Agabus comes in, and you may you may remember Agabus. Uh, Agabus is a prophet of good report. He is the prophet who prophesied about the famine that would take place when Barnabas and Saul took relief money to Jerusalem. So prophet, so uh, Agabus is a guy that we trust. He's a guy that's already been uh, faithful in the narrative. And he comes and takes Paul's belt, binds Paul's hands with it, and prophesies that whoever owns this belt, when they get to Jerusalem, the leaders of Jerusalem are going to bind him up. So in other words, he's predicting that, that Paul's going to be arrested. Okay, 
that's exactly what's going to happen. You know, when, when Paul gets to Jerusalem, a few days into his visit, uh, he does get arrested. He spends the next two years or better uh, in prison or in Jerusalem or Caesarea. And then he gets on a boat, and that's how the book of Acts will end, as he sails for Rome, where he is living under house arrest, waiting on a hearing with Caesar. So this is kind of you know foretelling how this the book of Acts is going to come to an end. But I want to I want to concentrate on this moment. You know when Agabus takes the belt and binds Paul's hands and says the Holy Spirit says that the owner of this belt is going to be bound. Uh, a few Bible teachers uh, teach that this is a warning that Paul should have heeded, but didn't. In other words, Agabus is a is a righteous man and he's a true prophet. So when when Agabus warned Paul not to go to Jerusalem, it was Paul's own spirit, not the Holy Spirit, that had been moving in Paul to drive him to Jerusalem. In other words, that would be as if the spirit is moving God of God is moving Paul back into the mission field, uh, maybe towards Rome on missions, not toward Rome in prison. We don't know. We'll never know. Uh, the other kind of more traditional understanding of what's happening here is that Agabus is warning faithfully that the owner of this belt is going to be put in prison, but that Paul is supposed to know that bad things are waiting on him in Jerusalem, but he still wants to go to Jerusalem because God's called him there. And in that case, it's the Holy Spirit calling Paul to Jerusalem, not Paul's own spirit. Well, I'll try to give, uh, I guess, uh, both interpretations of a moment in what I want to say to the church. So, here, the reality is that we're going to face hard news and we're going to face in our lifetimes uh, real challenges. Now, it's very possible that Paul was being warned of an opportunity to avoid one or it was possible that Paul was being told what was coming and he stayed resolved. But in either case, let me read verse 12 so you can see what Paul's attitude was. When he heard this, uh, we and the people there pleaded with Paul not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, Why are you weeping and breaking my heart? I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. When he would not be dissuaded, we gave up and said, The Lord's will be done. After this, we started on our way up to Jerusalem. Okay, so Luke and the other disciples are asking Paul not to go. We don't know if they prayed about that, if that was their will or God's will. We just we really don't know exactly the direction of this moment. But what we do know is that whether Paul was being submissive to the Spirit or stubborn against the Spirit, in either case, Paul, his posture, his mentality, was that he was ready and willing to suffer or die for the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay, so this is a pretty powerful moment when you get to look a little bit into the intent of Paul. And I just want to press this out to our church family. You know, as you're listening to this, 2020 has been rough. It's been a hard year for a lot of people. Um, I was telling somebody today, you know, that um, at the beginning of a year, people will sometimes pick a word for the year. You know, hey, today is this year is going to be all about discipline for me, or this year is going to be all about reconciliation. I'm going to be reconciled to lost family members or friends that you know I've been separated from. Or somebody may say. You know, uh, the word I'm picking for this year is focus or, you know, uh, simplicity, whatever. You know, people will pick a word for the year and, you know, they try to live in such a way that that word defines the year. Um, well, in a not so positive way, I told somebody, you know, it's almost to me like right now fatigue 
is the word that describes 2020. I mean, teachers are tired. Uh, you know, they're, I mean, they're going to work every day with extra stress, teaching through a mask, you know, sorting out challenging schedules and doing a phenomenal job of it. Uh, nurses are tired. You know, they're wearing masks all day, breathing through, uh, breathing through their masks while they're trying to do as much work. And they're just tired. And I understand. I've talked to plenty of people. Emotionally, everybody is tired. We're making twice as many decisions as we normally have to make. And all of them seem, you know, so loaded. Uh, we've been in the middle of an election year. The country seems so torn. Some of our families or friend groups are kind of torn in this. I don't know. It just, it just seems like we are worn out. It's been a hard, hard year. The truth is hard things are going to happen. Like believers are going to go through hard seasons. And I want to recommend to us that we would approach hard seasons, good or bad, uh, with the attitude of Paul. Now, I wish I knew whether the Spirit of God was warning Paul not to go or whether the Spirit of God was warning Paul what would wait for him, but that he should press forward and go. But either case, I hope that as believers, we'll have the same resolve that Paul had, that whether good things are waiting for us or hard things are waiting for us at the end of 2020, whether good news waits for us or difficult news waits for us as we approach the end of the year, whether 2021 brings relief and peace or whether 2021 brings more hardship and suffering. I just want to encourage us that we would have the same resolve as Paul, that we'd be willing to say, I'm ready. I am ready. He said, I'm ready not only to be bound, but to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And I guess for us to translate that into our life, I just want us to say, hey, listen, I'm ready. Whatever comes, easy or hard, I'm ready to glorify Jesus in it. So as Paul moves closer and closer towards Jerusalem and the book moves closer and closer towards its resolve, you know, a challenge against the Jews in Jerusalem, an opportunity to go to the Gentiles in Rome to spread the gospel to see how far this mission of Jesus will go. I just want to ask church members to buckle their safety belts. Let's be ready, whatever comes, to glorify Jesus. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Hey, listen, the first day of the week is on its way. I cannot wait to see you. We'll be gathered for worship before you know it. Stay safe, uh, share God's word, be faithful on his mission, and I cannot wait to see you this Sunday.